Y'all ready to be history? It's started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Uh, don't forget PAP 200 to get $200 off. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. On this episode, we're um, visiting the old Blighty. Mm. In, well, and across the border a bit. Um, from the voiceover social, we have Leah and Nick as special guests. Evening, ladies. Hi, we're special guests, Nick. So special. So special. Very special. <laughs> we feel very happy. It's almost like a podcast on a podcast. Podcast it within is. a podcast within yeah. a podcast within a oh podcast. It's weird. We're oh, lost. that's scary. I'm enjoying it. I know. Yes. Yeah. Will we ever get out again? Yeah. Let's Never. not bother. We'll just stay here. No. It's very nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> scary, scary. Indeed. Now, you come up with a book. Oh, well, which... let's get straight down to it then, shall we? Let's get straight into it. Because there's a lot to cover. <laughs> okay, great. I'm going to hold up to the microphone. Listen, listen. Yeah. There oh, it is. Oh, there you nice. go. That's our book. Hang on, can you go back mm. to page 12? I missed that picture. <laughs> yeah, sorry, there it is. There you go. Ah, right. Yeah, got it's it. Crazy. Is it like a matchstick man that just walks when you flip no, the pages? Oh, we didn't do one of those. That's such oh, a mixed be cool. trick. In the corner of every page should be a little matchstick man. AP will only charge you for that next year when you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we'll do that in the third generation one. So this one, this is called the voiceover career planner, and this is what we we wanted to talk about the book, but we also wanted to talk about like planning and goal setting in general. We originally invented it last year and sold about hundred copies of the original voiceover career planner, and then we got advice and guidance and feedback from all those people that have bought the original version of the voiceover career planner and turned it into this. So let me describe it to you. It's somewhere between A4 and A5 size. It's a lovely dark green. It feels very nice when you rub it on your face like that. Lovely. Um, it's got shiny, <laughs> shiny gold writing, the voiceover career planner TM, because it's trademarked, you know, by the VO Social. And uh, inside it, the main structure of it is that it's a 52-week planner. So uh, you can plan out what you're going to do each week at the beginning of the week and then also every day as well, what you're going to achieve that day. But at the very start of it, before you get to any of that, is all about working out what you want and then working out how you're going to get there. So there's stuff about um, successful habit creation and how to make sure that the habits you create are, well, that they work. Um, But then there's also pages on goal setting. So you work out what you want, what you actually want to achieve within your career. And then you work out why, and then you work out how it's going to make you feel, and then you work out the actions that you're going to take to get you there. And by having that at the start of the book, it's something that's always there, it's always referenceable, and you can always make sure that what you're doing on a weekly and daily basis refers back to it and then on top of all of that there's also loads more like additional content to sort of hold people's hand through the process of trying to get to the point where they're achieving their dreams so there's things like um studio troubleshooting guide um <clears throat> there's 10 things every web every voiceover website should include uh, there's stuff about um 
warm-ups. Warm-ups. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. So I'll just quickly skim through a couple of things, but then let's talk about the warm-ups because uh, there's resources, all the different sorts of resources in the world for uh, quoting and accents and uh, books that we recommend and how to self-direct based on the type of script that you've got. But one of the, my favourite things in the book, and this is something that's developed from the first generation through to the second generation, is that Nick has created four completely different warm-up routines. Nick, <coughs> tell me about the warm-up routines. Ooh, I was just yeah. having such... I was like, put a penny in Leah and away she goes. I was just going to go boil the kettle there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was actually yes. going to talk to Robert about his habits. But, uh, <laughs> I, I have no bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're good, aren't they? They are good, actually. Very fun, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah so, so, so the warm-up's basically, I, I'm highly aware Hang of on, it, like, Can I different... get you to hold there one sec? Robert, can you talk? Uh, talk? I, you, uh, <laughs> you are on mic on Source Connect now, but you're off mic on Source Connect. It sounds like you're on a laptop mic or something. Sorry, and that's the stem I'm recording of Robert, so he's useless oh, to me. You would, you'd be right. Here you go. Yeah. Thank you for catching that. <laughs> You're an engineer? How, how's that? That's oh, much better. That's so Thank nice. you. Yeah. There he is. That's ah, better. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Players can relax. Nick, where you go. So basically, uh, uh, as, a, as a spoken voice coach working a lot with voiceovers and different the people using their voice in different genres and voiceover are highly aware that there's lots of different ways we're called to the mic. Sometimes it's for really extreme stuff. Sometimes it's last minute and you have no time for a warm up. Sometimes it's something very casual and chill. So uh, I decided to sort of tailor four different warm ups for four different scenarios on the mic. So Every possible no, scenario yeah, is split no into like of, four different sections. You've no kind of excuse. If it's like, I've no time, it's like, well, there's a warm up for that. Well, I'm, I'm doing gaming it's too intense well there's a warm-up for that like so yeah literally you can't get away from me and then if you go to the back of the book there's a QR code I don't know why I'm turning the pages when I do this you'll just have to trust me there's a QR code she's uh, method very method <laughs> yeah. very method and when you scan it it takes you to like a top secret page on the website and on that top, se- top secret page on the website there is um, <laughs> videos of Nick demonstrating the warm-ups oh. so you can actually be guided along with them and then there's a bunch of other stuff in there as well nice yeah oh. so we've made it we made it we made it we made it so happen. You base these warm-ups around like vocalists, as in singing vocalists' warm-ups, or are these no. things you've come up with yourself? How have you, how have you come I'm up a, with these? I'm a like master's level, highly qualified, fully fledged voice geek. I'll oh, have wow. you know. So they're based around the sort of last seven years I've been working with um, spoken voice users and all the sort of mm-hmm. learning and teaching that I do. So they're all mine. Do you use the Estelle? Method? Estelle, yeah, wee bits of Estelle come into mine. Uh, it's more of a singing methodology really but some of it does transfer over really nicely into sort of character voicing and manipulation so when it yeah. comes to like shifting resonance and that kind of thing um, but yeah I've done a wee bit of still because I'm not a singing coach per se it doesn't I don't use too much of it in my teaching at the moment it actually I, I found it really interesting that it does actually clean the vocal cords very well Estelle. The sirening in particular. Oh, sirening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sliding up and down your vocal range on a siren is really nice for getting the mucus moving a little bit, but mainly it's just getting those vocal folds oscillating and vibrating and, and closing really nicely and regulating the airflow so that you get good uh, what's called phonatory threshold pressure. Oh, Oops. I love that Stop one. It. 
<laughs> now you're showing off. That, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, no, neither have I. <laughs> I only know about phonatory threshold pressure because uh, we did an episode about, um, what, oh God, what's it called again? Oh no, the thing the exercise. The vocal mist nebulizer? Yeah, yeah, the vocal mist, the, 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 no, 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 the, the other one. Oh, no, it is that one. Oh God, SOVT. I've really got confused. I've confused myself. Yeah, we did an episode about SOVT, but that's not what you're talking about, is it? I can't remember anymore. No, it is. So with the oh, SOVT yeah, yeah, yeah. straw, uh, that um, helps out with your phonatory threshold pressure. And uh, we made a we made a commercial um, all about the phonatory threshold pressure, which it turns out, even though I made it, <laughs> wrote it, recorded it, edited it, and produced it, I wasn't listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Phonatory what now? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no, yeah, we go so- to Nick for the science. Good. Uh, I mean, it is half past 11 at night here, so don't come to me for too much science. I think I've used it all. There's no science left. But no, some some very reasonably sort of popular warm-ups for me. For me, as long as a warm-up is moving through, getting your breath, body moving and some tension released, getting your breath going, getting some tension out of the vocal tracts of the tongue and the jaw and the lips and the the pharynx of the throat and then getting the vocal folds vibrating and the mouth moving around you're, you're onto a winner it's like a four-step process right good crack get dancing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so then- we should talk about let's talk about planning though like what and what you because because obviously we, we love we love talking about the book and I'm, i love talking about the book and we'll happily talk about the book but and um, what i'm really interested in knowing about is what you guys do to to not just to like work, get through every day day by day but actually to work out at any point what you want to achieve and how you're going to get there can i start because yeah. my answer will be very short <laughs> Go on. i don't do anything right not that I'm aware of. Did you, what do you want, though? AP's God. Work just falls into his lap. He doesn't even need to go looking for it. <laughs> oh, scumbag. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, it's so easy for him. I don't know, really. It's funny. Yeah. You always want more. That's all I can think. Just more of the same that you're already doing? Uh, no. I like to do different things. But unfortunately, you when you get to a certain period in your career, you seem to be doing the same thing. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you've... Um, you've sort of given up on the idea of wanting anything no no never never given up okay but you no. don't actually you're not actually choosing uh, a goal and trying to strive for it you're just keeping going with the stuff that you're doing because you're enjoying it and not trying to make any changes that's a very good question this is like a therapy session i love this um, it's got really <laughs> deep well this way. is the thing you don't, don't you, you come to life? me with your i don't want anything or change anything or do anything like that like what what is it what is it that you want to make this create this I different don't, i don't actually I don't actually know. I think um, whatever comes my way that's different would be really interesting. What? So what? describe to me what you would think of that would be different to what you're currently doing. I've, actually, I've kind of wanted to do character work. Oh, as really? Animation character work. Yes. Um, but that doesn't come my way either. Okay, because you're not actually striving Because I'm it. shit at it, I think. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's I think true it's at very all. Very unlikely to be yeah, true. I, I would agree with the girls. I'm on hearing that one. limiting beliefs and limiting mindset. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, I think you could do the character that would be like some sort of Australian guy. Who, uh, that's very supportive, Robert. Well yeah, done. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Australian guy yeah, one. That, that's, that's Australian guy two. That's, yeah. Listen, man, yeah. this is re- this is really exciting to me because you want something that you don't currently have, and that's when that's when things get really interesting because you've not thought to necessarily work back 
back from doing more animation work. Okay, what can I do to do more animation work? Well, I'd like to be working for Disney. Okay, so how can I get work in Disney? Okay, so I'm going to need an animation reel. I'm going to need to get a bit of training. Uh, I'm going to need to listen to the re- most recent voiceover social podcast episode because there's a clip of uh, a woman from the Disney casting uh, department in there talking about how she casts. Uh, all these different things that you could do in order to get there. And by putting that into a structure, whatever it might be, like obviously we think the planner is the best one, but there's plenty of like ways of doing things like lists or whatever it might be. But actually setting a goal and working out how you're going to get there and then laying it out somewhere that you're going to see on an everyday basis, that's something that if you wanted to, if you actually wanted the thing that you think that you want, that's something that you could do to make it happen. It's really interesting, actually, um, how, speaking of this, how people try to copy other people that are successful Oh yeah, and forget about the fact that they are unique and stick to what they actually do. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is because... Where do you think, like if I ask you this question, either of you, mm-hmm. where do you think I'm from? Uh, I don't know. Nick, have you got Earth. any? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wrong, Robert. Sometimes I would question that, yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, think you're from Australia. Exactly. So if I'm in England, I'm from Australia. But in Australia... You're from England. Some, I'm not actually really Australian. That's an interesting blend, isn't it? I like that. We, I, don't, I don't want to always make it about us, but we did make a whole episode of the Voice Over Social podcast, which is actually, at this point, our most popular episode ever, all about the mid-Atlantic accent, which explored ah. that exact, like, concept. Yeah, phenomenon. Of, of, it, of, it's funny, because that was what I grew up with as a... Obviously, I'm not going to... Well, I'm, I'm an elderly chap. Are you? Aww. Yes. Um, so back in the... Um, 60s and, well, I left England in the mid-70s, but back in the 60s and 70s, the mid-Atlantic thing was the accent that wasn't English and wasn't American. But most people that were doing that accent were actually Australians. Oh, I thought they were Canadian. I thought, because the United States, it's like the Canadian accent is supposed to be completely neutral. You get a lot of newscasters that have a... Canadian yeah. background. I think I think what we need to do here is throw this to Nick because um, she is a very much a specialist in uh, in these matters. So Nick, please can you comment on this? On this? On hang on a sec because is we went in a few different few directions things, there. there. So yeah, pin it down. Do you want me to pin down uh, the phenomena of accent shifting and changing and blends? Or the mid-Atlantic accent, what is Sounding. it? Oh, no, well... Listen, I mean, to the, listen to the episode. <laughs> okay, so listen, the mid-Atlantic accent is one thing. Um, shift, shifting between accents is another thing. Uh, the idea of the Canadian accent being kind of neutral is a third thing. So the mid-Atlantic accent, we can divide it into two separate ideas. One of them is, um, I mean, yes, we did make a whole episode like researching the whole history and development of the idea of the Mid-Atlantic accent. One of them is that sort of Cary Grant uh, accent that people think of as yeah. Mid-Atlantic from the past. It was a taught accent that people learned in drama drama schools and theatres um, around that time, which was a kind of an accent all of its own. But then there's the Mid-Atlantic accent that people are asking for now when they're putting out briefs saying a kind of Mid-Atlantic accent, what that it transpires. Uh, if you, if you, if you, I mean, if you don't want any spoilers, stop listening for the next <laughs> 15 <laughs> seconds or so, because this is what we come, the conclusion that we came to in the episode, um, is, is it's, uh, is almost like the sound of an American who has lived in UK, the, uh, in England for a long time, or the sound of an English person who has lived in America for a long time. It's like the blending of some of those sounds, those vowel sounds, um, 
key accent features in a way that you can't quite tell which side of the pond they're from. That's what it's turned into anyway. But also it's it's understanding that accent opinion is fully in the ear of the listener. Like you said, you know, people in Australia don't think you sound Australian. People outside of Australia think you do sound Australian. So, like, we, our entire opinion on accents and how we take them in and process them and hear them and accept them or otherwise is based on a lot of kind of implicit bias based on our experience to date. You know, and one Manchester to me may sound very different to Manchester for you. to you. Mm. So, you know, it's, yeah. there's so, so much kind of tangled up in accents all we can do from an accent perspective, you know, when you talked about being yourself or trying to sound like somebody else or trying to stay in your own niches, all you can do is you it, when it comes to just presenting your own sound and other people will receive it as they as they instinctively receive it. But character yeah. voicing is different though, isn't it? Because you deflected. We were going into a place there that you were <laughs> yeah, a little we, bit uncomfortable we with. So you took us down a road that took away from it. So it's all right. Listen, get a planner and get your goals in there and we will support you. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, yeah. so, character voicing is different. You can do character voicing. You know, that's that's a whole other exciting genre. Even for an old fella like you, there's still, yes. there's still time. There's still time. There. Well, yes, there is still time. <laughs> But the funny thing is a lot of my clients are not in Australia. They're actually in the Middle East or in Southeast Asia. And they, particularly the ones in the Middle East, they don't know where I'm from. They have no idea. So when I'm doing a session, they think it's the morning and it's actually the evening or something. You oh, know, they, they, right. <laughs> they wow. don't know that I'm in Australia. They have no idea. They think I'm probably in England, England or something. I don't know. Maybe. So, so, yeah. um, so then uh, Robbo. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. <laughs> well, I I do do some planning in terms of my goals. Um, uh-huh. But being on the other side of the glass, being an audio engineer, I what I thought would be interesting from my perspective is a shift in trends that's actually changed the way I'm chasing my goals. Because I'm 53 years old. I've been an audio engineer for coming up for 35 years. I started out in radio imaging. I still do radio imaging amongst audio post-production and just about everything else, podcast production, you name it. Um, and for, for a long time early in my career, I was you know working for other companies. And then 20 years ago, I started Voodoo Sound. And for a while, I was getting a lot of work because I'd worked for a couple of um, post-production studios here in Sydney as a, what was called a senior sound designer. Um, and so had a lot of contacts and, you know, I was one of the hip, cool, groovy audio engineers that got sent all the work <laughs> because, you know, people love to come and hang out in the, the big expensive studio that right. my boss had built and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Let me, let me stop you there, Robert. Let me just stop you there, Robert. <laughs> oh. I've known you since 1994. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's this hip and groovy thing come from? <laughs> <laughs> you read it in yeah. a book. Well, you know, I, maybe I made that bit up. Okay. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, but then I... I sort of I went through this phase where you it was sort of like you were you were too old. People looked at you and went, "Oh, yeah, look, nah, mm. thanks anyway, but no." And so I had to had to devise my business in a in a different way. I had to sort of look at things and go, "Okay, well, you know, how do I do this to grow my business without being the young hip dude?" And so, of course, that meant that I had to sort of trade on my experience a bit. But the interesting thing yeah. I'm seeing now is there's a shift back to maybe these older guys with a lot more experience are the way we should be going. And I'm finding that a lot of the advertising agency work um, that went out of my business 
eight, nine, ten years ago is actually starting to shift back. So now I'm finding I can focus my business more on that side of things and trade on my experience more and pick up yes. business that way. So I, I sort of, I, I don't sort of, I guess what I'm saying is I don't sort of look at my business and go, this is what I want to do. I sort of go, what's the industry doing? How do I fit into that? Yeah. How do I market my business? I love it. And actually what I particularly love about that is the fact that you assessed who you were mid-career and what you were to other people because I think quite a lot mm. of people in whatever industry but for the sake of this uh, performers um, they they think they know what they can offer they think they know how they look if they're in vision or they how they sound and that's how they describe themselves forevermore somebody once said they were uh, bright and cheerful and youthful and so they're still describing themselves as that in their 50s despite the fact their voices have changed mm -hmm. and so yep, to exactly. actually take a really sort of a good hard look at yourself and think what is this and what can <laughs> it be yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really valuable idea mm. yeah and I'm glad it's working out everything's everybody's just catching up with you now well 35 years in the biz that's uh I sort of I do occasionally pat myself on the back for that yeah, well done. well done. There's a sheet at the back of the planner for uh, patting yourself on the back, isn't there? Oh, Leah? oh yes, there is. <laughs> well, that's something that's very important. I, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit like you. I'm big on learning about all that sort of stuff. So the sheet that uh, Nick very, uh, very subtly alluded to just there is that uh, at, the, at the end of every week there is a little, uh, a little nudge to remind you to write one thing that you've achieved that week that you're proud of and then uh, write at the back of the to write it at the back of the book and then there's one page which is called my achievements with 52 lines on it whereby at the end of the year you then have 52 things on that page that are then incontrovertible proof that you are absolutely flipping fantastic there you go see yeah. imposter syndrome be gone yeah be yes. gone and it only takes 52 weeks <laughs> now speaking of which I, no I noticed that Robert's gone very quiet. He has. Mm. I'm here. It's your <laughs> what's turn, your Robert. Goal, Robert. Yeah, what's, what's your goal, Robert? What's your goal? Actually, uh, don't, there's one yeah. we don't talk about. Right. Our um, goal, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. General, general world domination. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. How do you spell domination again? Yeah. <laughs> T-R-U-M-P. Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I um, I, I generally like doing all things audio. I'd say so. The more I can get my hands on things, and kind of like Robbo, I like doing different things. So I've been able to do commercials as a career, and then that um, kind of parlayed into software design and Source Connect. Um, and probably if I was to go back to my roots, I'd want to go back and do more music. Yeah. Um, what yeah. do you think, what do you think bringing more music into your life now would do for you? Uh, probably give me more general, uh, how do you say this without disparaging any customers? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Working on things that are less disposable, like something that's meant to stay, like mm. a more sort of meaningful, like the same thing that you get when you work on a good documentary or a good film. Like a, I, I haven't had the chance to work on a lot of films, but there's things that are less, you know, like the the purpose is very on the surface and they, uh, you know, their existence is 13 weeks or, yeah, or so, and then, yeah. then they're done and, and you can put a lot of work into them and all your art and they're not going to be really uh, thought of as much in, in time. 
Yes. So that's such a valid point because yeah. running <laughs> running something like Source Elements is is it could take up every single second of your life really easily. But if you don't create time to do something creative or long lasting beyond something that people are using on a day to day basis like Source Elements, then I think you lose a little bit of yourself in that. You do. Yeah. You, you, yeah. There's, you know, it's like like the the cool thing about Source Connect is that there, it is used on a lot of films, and you know, it's like I can say like, hey, it's been used on Game of Thrones and uh, and Lord of the Rings and some really amazing things and things I don't even know about, and so it's like in some sort of like separated way, you've kind of touched that stuff, but not really. Mm. Um, so it's it's more fun to be able to actually work on it and just being a musician being a composer is my original background like getting back to music would be a wonderful thing so apart from like creating more time in the day what what do you think that you could do to make that happen um exploit my daughter oh yes (laughs) (laughs) what does she do we both do the same she's a wonderful musician my daughter is amazing um and so she's she's just better than I ever was and and that's really cool so just helping her and working with her I think is like is that something that you're already doing oh yeah definitely oh how lovely yeah yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm uh, currently working with my seven-year-old uh, on a Nickelodeon animation. So he's playing a little worm yes. character. Um, and <laughs> like every weekend we're like, right, in the booth we go, let's get it done. And then you can have, your sna- you can have all your snacks. We have a little snack table outside. But it's so <laughs> nice. It's so nice to be, I, I didn't even, I had a kid. I did not expect to be working with him. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's a lovely feeling. Well, the interesting thing is talk about daughters. My daughter, as Robert will confirm, is the... Um, would she be the voice of Source Elements? She is. <gasps> wow, that's cool. Source Elements. That's oh, that's my impression nice. of her. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's my accent. That's very good. Very, very good. Spot on. Spot on. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can move. I can finally get out of here because I need to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, well, see, that's the thing. We need to get our daughters together, really, because they're about yep. the same age. And yeah, uh, me and Nick have sons similar ages, and we it's brilliant when they get together because they just go off and play, and we can chat, and they can play. And we have a lovely time. Don't say chat. You know, you know, you mean you mean drink things. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we drink. They play. It's great. It's great. We have we a drink. Time. Yeah, chat. yeah, perfect. See, there you go. <laughs> lovely. Um, <laughs> listen. You guys, it's been really interesting um, hearing about your your goals and your plans. And I really hope that you all continue to be incredibly successful. And I just wanted to um, uh, let let people know how they could get a planner if they would like one. You can. Indeed. How, Go how ahead. Do. How do. Great. Great, thank you. So if you would like a planner and you're inside the UK, then you go to www.thevosocial.com slash shop. And then it'd be very straightforward. You just order it like that. If you're outside of the UK, what you do is the exact same thing, but then you look for the link that says international planner purchaser or something like that. We haven't worked out what the word is going to be yet. Um, would you like, are you in, Are you outside of the UK or something along those lines? Then you click on that and that will take you to the way to do it, to the way to, uh, to get one of your very own. Yeah. Okay. And what are, we, what are we paying for? said planner um, one million dollars <laughs> one million, <laughs> million dollars one I know that's million. not as much money anymore it's not a big yeah, deal yeah that's right that's like that's like a lettuce at the supermarket <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> it's 35 pounds if you're in the UK and it's a slightly different price if you so are uh, purchasing internationally 65 odd Aussie dollars or oh, so. 70 70, 70, 70 bucks Australian yeah. and probably about 50 US I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. right right well right? we've um, we've 
by, at the time of recording, we're still finalising the details because, and we're going through global distributors for this because in the first generation mm. of the VoiceOver Career Planner, we um, were sending them out from the post office down the road from my house. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and much as, uh, much as I enjoy hanging yeah. out in the post office for uh, mm-hmm. two hours a day, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But one of the things that we realised for that was just, it's just impossible to be shipping from the UK out because of yeah. a million reasons, but the cost and the risk of it going, get, just getting lost on the way there was too great so we've sorted it all out for this year um, and by the time people hear this yes Leah doesn't want to have her uh, face on a poster in the post office saying <laughs> do not let this woman in ever <laughs> she ended up with like a trailer <laughs> piled high with cardboard boxes several mornings in one week and they were wow. just like oh, no no <laughs> not, not again, again. <laughs> she's back she's back she's back yeah yeah yes. what is she shipping that's right <laughs> yes yes now, your podcast is very popular, so you were saying. Yes, yes. It's the, voiceover yeah. social. it's the UK's most popular podcast for voiceovers, and it was nominated for a British Podcast Award last year. And you have a sponsor huge. as well. Who's, who's your Hello. sponsor? Oh, well, uh, funny you should mention it. Uh, Source Elements have been a treasured partner of ours for about a year is and a half. Right? Yeah. God, did you know about that, Robert? <laughs> uh, I did. That was something that Rebecca had set up. <laughs> right. I, I, well, Awkward. We we did the um we we were doing some ads on there yes. the the witch and the cat yes that's right yeah. we could so with it, Robert and Rebecca and I got together on a um on a call and uh, sort of tried to work out what would be an interesting way of spreading the word of Source Elements to everyone uh, and what we decided on was the idea of a Source Elements nemesis like an evil witch who was always trying to bring down Source Elements in various different ways and uh, had a little cat as a as a little friend and Source Elements would just never let her destroy them and uh, in fact if you would like to listen to all six episodes it was a brilliant little story it had like such <laughs> like, such, such, uh, such a lot of uh, emotion and character building development and all these things um, uh, you can listen to um, and I really recommend you do actually how to find a, pod- a sponsor for your podcast without selling your soul was the name of the episode and it <laughs> featured the six episodes that we did about witch and cat for Source Elements and also um, clips of interviews with Rebecca um, about um, how to make sure that the relationship between uh, the podcast and the sponsor is like a really sort of mutual and everybody helps, out, helps each other out. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So we're so we're still sponsoring. I I, I didn't I didn't know that because yeah. Well, we're on a yeah. uh, we're on a summer break. Me and Nick. So everything's just come to a halt anyway. And uh, well, that's gotcha. at the time of recording anyway. But uh, we we are having conversations later on in the year about uh, continuing the whole thing. That's terrifying. We're having <laughs> conversations. <laughs> conversations. We'll be in touch, Robert from Source Elements. That's right. We shall talk. We. Indeed. I've got a very particular set of skills. Terrifying. <laughs> 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 you sponsor my podcast now. I will not pursue you. I will Nobody not. gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got friends living yeah. around the corner. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. it was great to chat to you guys. It's been lovely. Oh, yeah, thank you. So nice to you finally be able to make this happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> What's that? Gosh, it's, t- yeah. it's eight minutes to midnight. It's nearly tomorrow. Oh, wow. It is. No. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to tell you what happens? Yeah, I know. I was going to say it's already <laughs> tomorrow here. We can <laughs> oh, give you the heads up if you like. <laughs> Great. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What's the weather like? Well, 28 degrees, fine Shit. and mild. We're talking to a bunch of radio people, so of course it is. It'll <laughs> yeah. be uh, five to nine, four and a mild. Five to nine, four and a mild. <laughs> five to nine, four and a mild. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sounds yeah. like a beer. 
is another hit going <laughs> out. Does, it? Yeah. I'll yeah. have two pints, please. Fine and, <laughs> fine and mild. Five to nine. You have a schooner. A schooner. A schooner. A schooey. Scooby. Yeah. Get it down the bottle right, Yeah, bottle Bottle Exactly. Bottle Mate. Yeah, beauty. I'm enjoying seeing bottle 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 Oh, mate. Stay online. We'll give you a bunch of Aussie vanac if you like. I just want the bottle yeah. Aussie vanac. I like munted. Munted's a great one. Munted. 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 Yeah. That's ours. That's that's specifically Australian, right? I thought that was ours. Munted. Munted. Proper munted. Yeah, munted is munted is sort of. It's mostly pissed, but it can be you know like uh, uh, yeah yeah other things yeah if you if like if you had a really bad fever you'd be munted yeah oh not in the UK no yeah. in the UK if you're generally munted if you're on drugs I think oh okay oh. there you go when yeah. you say that yeah. it makes you it sound lovely I'm, I'm munted often yeah <laughs> yes in fact I'm munted Sorry, right now munted. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that what I am I see yeah. do you know the funny thing about uh, Aussie Aussie uh, vernacular. Um, when I first came here, people, you know, would say "dickhead," and you never heard it anywhere <laughs> Sorry else. Sorry about that, right? Dickhead. Not very kind of them. And then I was watching. This is like in maybe late seventies, early eighties. Minder and uh, Terry was saying to Arthur Daly about someone being a dickhead, and I couldn't believe it. It was the first time I'd heard the hmm. term "dickhead" used outside of Australia. This is the there most I've heard the word and "dickhead" it was on in the my entire life. <laughs> yeah, no. really. Well, you're young, honestly. <laughs> yeah, all at once. Yeah, I mean that's that was about yeah. fourteen times. Yeah, well, <laughs> we use it a lot. Dickhead, dickhead's one of those Aussie ones that gets used a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah. not that offensive, I guess. Yeah, and you can put Is them it together. Lost its meaning. Yeah, you, you put them together like you know, um, the dickhead got his girlfriend pregnant because he forgot his franger. Oh yes, yeah. I don't know if Robert was yeah. here for the franger. No, he wasn't here for the franger. Uh, but fine. a franger's a condom. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the rubber? <laughs> we had a band here in Australia back in the eighties called the Johnnies, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> and there was an ice cream back in the seventies called Spunky. My mum thought that was appalling. Well, can I tell you what we call um, ninety-nine ice creams in Northern Ireland? No. Go on. Do you know the ninety-nineies? You know, like a whippy. I do. Um, oh, is that two like Mr. Flakes whippy? Ice, yeah. Yeah, we yes. call them yeah, Mr. Whippy with two flakes. <laughs> we call them pokes. 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 Poke, a poke, Pokes. which always a makes poke? me laugh because my I, first time I yeah. said to my husband, come here, do you fancy a, poo, a wee poke on the beach? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he thought he was in for a very different experience. I'm sure he went, fuck yeah. <laughs> he's not funny. Irish. He that's was very funny. disappointed. No. <laughs> Ladies, can I just say welcome to the pro audio suite? <laughs> <laughs> not very professional, is it? <laughs> well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite with thanks to Trimove and Austrian Audio recorded using Source Connect edited by Andrew Peters and mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging with tech support from George the Tech Whittam Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group To leave a comment, suggest a topic or just say g'day drop us a note at our website theproaudiosuite.com